Weekend. Uh, works basically all weekend. Uh yeah yeah I mean I'm good here. Uh, I went to Ren Fair yesterday. Um, went to what? The Renaissance Festival. Oh. Uh, but uh yeah it was cool. Uh but yeah you just worked the whole time. Yeah we go there yesterday. Yeah sure. Get two home games. So you're home today? Yeah. That's good. Oh, I have the wrong paper in front of me. Wrong podcast. I have some stats for today, boy. Yeah, it'll be, a, be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Sure will. Uh, do you want to just get into it? Yeah, it works for me. All right. Uh, well, wait. Let me... The one thing I forgot to get was last week's game. Let me pull that up real quick. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Just checking. Um. Excuse me. All right, ready? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, no, we're good. Okay. Um, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Philly Sports Now, a Philly fan podcast. My name is Zach. I'm here with Andrew, and we are here to talk two things, Eagles. Uh, that said, we are here to discuss week one, the win over the Detroit Lions, 38-35. to 35, And we're also here to get you pumped if you're listening day of. This is going up on Monday, September 19th, which is when the Eagles – We'll do their home opener, right? Home openers taking on the Minnesota Vikings at 830 at night. Um, also, currently watching the Dallas Cowboys just absolutely destroy the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's just depressing to watch. Um, just overall, like, I mean, how, how are they doing so well with their backup quarterback in right now? I, we're, we're looking at the Super Bowl contending team just get blown away by a backup quarterback and Mika Parsons. That's it. That's really all it is. Yeah, you know all about Mika Parsons, right? Uh, yes. Nah, I think, I mean, credit the Cowboys defense. Their defense is just stepping up big time. I mean, the offense hasn't done a whole lot so far. Um, but, nah, I mean, the defense is stepping up big, and that's they obviously need somewhere to step up without Dak, and that's who's that's what's been able to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, that that sums it up perfectly. But, uh, yeah, let's go on to, I guess, let's discuss last week's game first, right, Andrew? Uh, I mean, so we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I, I mean, look, long story short, they won. They won against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions looking pretty good. They beat the Washington Commanders today on September 18th. Um, 36 to 27, by the way, like I, I, huge numbers. They're just putting up huge numbers. So I don't think they're necessarily the worst team in the league or a very bad team. Um, but that being said, I, I would be lying if I didn't say I came out of this victory as the the not, not negative, but just a little a little cautious as a fan. I, I mean, 
and and specifically for games like what we have tomorrow night against the Vikings, a well liked national team that uh is is even though we are somehow favored to win in sports betting, I, I think the Vikings are pretty favored right now in that game. Yeah, I I am not worried. I think there's again, I think as we said it last week, week one's always a weird week. You can't it is. take too much away from it. And I think last week just proved that point. Um, the Eagles were able to put up 38 points without Devontae Smith making one catch. So I think that's a huge plus. I mean, you're only going to integrate him into the offense even more. Miles Sanders had his best game in probably two years, so there's a positive. Jalen Hurts looks phenomenal. Um, able to throw the ball and then also rush for 90 yards. So I mean, Absolutely. He had four different guys with a rushing touchdown. So, no, in all honesty, I don't think there's much to be – too afraid of. I mean, obviously, maybe the defense giving up 35, but we went out and signed a lot of new defenders. So they got to get used to each other. They got to get get into each other's scheme and everything. So I don't know. I, I'm not too worried yet. It's just one game. You found a way to win. That's the most important thing. Um, but yeah, like you said, th- this is going to be a much tougher team this week. I think we stay all positive for now. And and I, I just let's keep praising it. The offense looked fantastic. Jalen Hurts looked like the guy. He is the guy. Like that was a fantastic game, I thought, from Jalen Hurts. Uh, he got the first touchdown on the Eagles side, at least like we had joked about. Um, you know, thrown for 243 yards. Uh, I, I just, I, he looked great. The dude looked great. I'm excited to see him play more. And getting 38 points on the offense is is great. This is, is a great thing to see. I mean, coming off of this win, I think, According to the score app, we were ranked like seventh in the league, something like that, seventh or eighth maybe. And I, I'm just very excited about this team. I know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a little cautious, and that's because, you know, we've seen some dark days, and I get a little scared pretty easily. But uh, I got to say the offense looks fantastic. And and I, I think a huge plus to that is obviously A.J. Brown. You know, he, it, clearly, even though he didn't score, his number one guy of the day, right, at a, 155 yards now my question to you andrew is uh well first of all your thoughts on aj brown having i believe the best receiving game for an eagles player on their debut on the team but also uh, a question to you is are are you worried at all about the dynamic between aj brown and Devontae smith because clearly brown is going to be hertz's guy which every quarterback has a guy but are we concerned at all about Smith taking a back seat here? No, not at all. Um, I think we knew it coming in. Hertz and Brown already were, were really good friends. We, we heard that plenty of times. They played with each other before, so their chemistry was already together. Again, kind of like the defense. You got new guys, so you have to you figure out each other's system and everything, and that's just where Devontae Smith will be. I mean, he'll, he'll be just fine. He was the number one guy last year. We all know what he has to do. Um and I think, again, as, as the season goes on, it's just going to get better. Now, I'm, I'm honestly more excited uh, for what he has to bring to the table uh, than I am afraid, just because it is only going to get better. They know he had zero catches, so I honestly think he's going to have a big day tomorrow. Uh, what now? <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, what, what makes you think he's going to have such a big day tomorrow, just because of his lack of interaction last week? I think that I think the Vikings are a, a better defensive team than Detroit, so I think they're going to focus on on Brown more, and it's going to be up to Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard to get open and uh, create plays on the other side of the field now. Because uh, obviously, again, 
Everyone knows what A.J. Brown has. Uh, it's going to be a fun receiver matchup, A.J. Brown versus Justin Jefferson. So, uh, again, I think it's going to it's gonna turn to a, a Smith or Goddard to have a big game. I think this is the game Devontae Smith steps up. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and like we were saying, but, uh, you know, I think the big thing, the big scare from last week is definitely the defense. Not maybe the worst thing in the world, but also just don't like that it became a three-point game. You know, maybe you could consider uh, the last touchdown kind of garbage time, kind of. But I mean, it. it I mean, when it comes to a three-point game, I feel like it's hard to call anything a garbage garbage points. Um, but but tell me, Andrew, why you think? And, and I know you said new players or new new, you know, getting used to each other. But but what what are we excited about with this defense? Uh, and 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 is uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, uh, shoot, what is his name? Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. Are we are we concerned about Gannon or not at all? Uh, I mean, right now I'm not. I mean, again, it's only one game. I'm not. Again, I can't take too much away from just one game, especially in a game you win. Um, I, I think the most ex- the answer to your question was exciting about them is the depth this team has on the defensive line. I mean, Fletcher Cox had a great game. Look at some of the other guys, Javon Hargrave out there making big plays. You look at a linebacker, that's the deepest we've been in a very, very long time. And listen, it, we're concerned about a defense. That's how I remember. They basically helped us win this game because they had a pick six in the game. And we only won by three points. So in the end, if we're worried about it, I know, obviously 35 points is a lot. But in the end, if you're still worried about a defense that ended the game with, uh, I think it was two turnovers and, and a pick six, I mean, I think that's a pretty good spot to be concerned. And you also got to remember Brandon Graham's. That's his first game off his uh, big injury last year that set him out the whole season. So I think I'll take him a couple games to get back to to what we're used to seeing from him. Um, I think two of your biggest defenders this year were, are rookies, and they didn't play that many snaps as much as I was expecting. So I think they're still trying to integrate them in. So I, not, the depth is where I'm really excited for this defense and uh, the potential to cause a lot of turnovers. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, well said. Is there anything else regarding last week's win you want to go over? I Or do you want to just go on to, to pre-gaming the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Is um, Yeah, I, mean, I think they, they, they tried pushing a lot of different people last week. Again, when we talk about depth, you have four different guys get rushing touchdowns. So it shows you the depth on offense, too. So, no, it's a lot of good, like you said, some concerns, but a lot of good, exciting spots, too. Now, I'm trying to find it exactly, but I know I just mentioned that the Eagles were ranked either 7th or 8th by the score. I'm trying to find the exact details because I believe the Vikings are ranked one spot ahead. Again, making it very questionable to me why the Eagles are ranked as favorites. Um, I, I mean, I'm just going to go out and say it. So we're ranked or the, the opening bet, the opening line, excuse me, was minus two for the Eagles. Uh, now, like we've discussed, it's a home game, so that really shows how even this t- this game is supposed to be. Um, regarding that, I- I'm pretty nervous about this game. I- I'm going to, I mean, a little spoiler into the, our scores later, but I-, I-, I think this could be our first loss. Not-, not because I'm being negative about last week, but I just think the Vikings are very good. And I also have a couple of stats that scare me a little bit. And... Uh, I, again, it's it's not a negative thing. I just I, I feel like we might get outmatched here. 
Yeah, I mean, no, it makes sense to be nervous about this game. Vikings are a very good team. Kirk Cousins is an underrated quarterback. Uh, jo- Justin Jefferson's obviously a phenomenal wide receiver. Dalvin Cook's one of the best running backs in the National Football League. Um, and Adam Thielen, their number two receiver, is no guy to joke about. So, no, there's plenty of reasons to be nervous about this game. I think there's a lot of things on this team that can overcome all those challenges. Um, I, I mean, obviously, Darius Slay is a good corner. He'll match up with one of those two receivers. You go out and get Bradbury. He had the pick six last week, so another good corner. So, no, it'll be a good, tough matchup here. Um, the, the crowd is going to be into it, obviously. Jalen Rager making his return to Philly. He had some interesting comments on that. So, um, the crowd is going to be say? extra juiced. I mean, I mean, nothing crazy. Just stuff, something you'd expect him to say. I mean, he's going to use it as extra motivation um, for the game and everything. And obviously, um, he's excited to have a chance to um, hurt, hurt, hurt the team, obviously. But, um, I mean, nothing crazy. I mean, nothing like crazy bashing the city or anything, but just that he's going to use it as extra motivation, um, which is expected. And no, uh, yeah, so I- I'm excited to see how, how it goes. Yeah, I. I'm excited too. Uh, you know, Monday night football is always fun. I I think I personally prefer Thursday nights. Do you do you have a preference Thursday versus Mondays? Uh, if you're going those two, I'm going Monday night. But I prefer Sunday night if we're going. Of course, I I mean Sunday games are just they hit different. But uh, no, I was actually talking to uh, Brendan earlier, my friend, uh, and we were just talking like. The the difference between a Monday night game and a Thursday night game, like the end of the week, and it's like yes, let's usher in the weekend with some good football. Like that hits, I think that hits differently than Monday night, where you're like, all right, let's let's stay up and have a couple of beers till one a.m. and then have to wake up and work for eight hours, nine hours, or whatever. Um, but okay, so I keep joking about these stats. I'm gonna throw them out at you. I want to know if they're concerning to you. I want to know if you care. I want to know if this makes you laugh, what have you. Uh, since Nick Sirianni has become the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles have yet to win a Monday night football game. That being said, since beating the, Lo- the Los Angeles, since beating the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship, we have yet to beat the Vikings, although we have not played them in the past two years since Sirianni has become coach. So Andrew, well, you know what I mean? Does it concern you at all that Sirianni hasn't won a Monday night game and that we haven't beat the Vikings since the championship? Uh, The Vikings is definitely more than the Monday night thing. Um, If you think about it, Sirianni has only been here one year and you get, I know, I know one Monday night game. So that means we're only 0 one. Um, but it was against Dallas, so I mean, kind of a big game, kind of a big deal. Not a big game, but uh, the, the the championship one, yeah, that's, that one's concerning. But I'd be curious. I don't remember where those games were played, um, if they're in Philly or Minnesota. But I, again, I think this. I don't teams- have where they were played, but I have the scores here. So it was in. So the last time we played them was in 2019. We lost 20 to 38. Uh, the year before we played them in 18, we lost 21 to 23. So much closer game, and then obviously in seventeen was the seventeen season was the NFC Championship. I mean, what's more concerning anything there is the Vikings aren't a whole lot different in terms of they still have the same quarterback, they still have Cook, they still have um, Thielen. I don't think Jefferson would have been there at that point, but that only means they got better. But 
to be fair, the Eagles didn't have Hurts. The Eagles didn't have Devontae Smith. We didn't have A.J. Brown. So I think the Eagles are a whole new-looking team. So I, I'm not I'm not going to take too much away from that one. But, no, the Vikings team in itself, though, is is the concerning part. Yeah, I so I agree. I, I think, look, when it comes to Sirianni not winning Monday night yet, I think that's one of those things where – uh, the dice is going to fall in his favor at one point. He's He's got to get a win under his belt. It's got to happen. Why not tomorrow? Now, regarding the, the Vikings, again, he hasn't played them yet. Technically, uh, we don't know. But I agree, and my concern being is I think the Vikings have only gotten better. And our scores here show that we have been getting progressively further from the Vikings in each of those games. Now, again, we haven't played them since our restructure in the past two years. So is our restructure good enough to handle their increasing capabilities? And I guess I think it really comes down to our secondary. Can our secondary stop Justin Jefferson? I'm going to disagree, but absolutely the yeah. restructured team is capable of winning. This is going to come down to the offense. Um, so do you uh, think it's going to be a shootout? Cause I mean, you got to assume just they're going to just keep feeding the ball to Jefferson the whole game and Rager with a sprinkle of Rager, I guess this is going to be a big time shootout. I think it's going to be a lot like last week's game. Let's see what the over is. Um, I I don't see. I mean, Justin Jefferson is one of those guys. You're not going to stop. It's about slowing down or giving him his receptions. I mean, I don't know if you remember, a lot of times when we play like the Falcons and everything, Julio Jones would go off for over 100 yards. How many times have I like, look at De- uh, DeAndre Swift last week? He rushes for 150 yards and a touchdown or two, and we still find a way to win games. I think Justin Jefferson is going to get his 100 yards. Dalvin Cook's going to get his 100 yards. It's more about can we stop those side side pieces like an Adam Thielen and uh, company. So that's what it's going to kind of down to. But listen, the Eagles are going to have to match the the Vikings, obviously, in the, in the points category. And the Vikings' defense is very good. They held the Packers to seven points last week, uh, led by Aaron Rodgers. So that's what it's going to come down to, in my opinion, is can our offense score enough to beat the Vikings? And you think they can, I guess, is what you're saying. Yes. I, I think Jalen Hurts, I think the mobility of Hurts will allow him to escape the pocket if uh, if he needs to. Again, Miles Sanders coming off his best game in two years. I think he's going to be a lot different this year. How about then, that? How great does Sanders look? Hey, 96 yards and a touchdown. I mean, we'll, we'll take that every time. Um, <laughs> but, no, again, I, I think what's most exciting is now you have a guy where you can just kind of throw the ball up to and he'll come down and catch it in A.J. Brown. We haven't had that in a while. So that's kind of somewhere that other teams have had an advantage on us when we played them, but they really don't this time. I mean, yeah, obviously Jefferson's a little better than Brown, but – Brown's a guy that can go toe to toe with him. Now, Andrew, I got some I got some numbers here. I'm going to throw out yeah, uh, just just to kind of make it interesting. So the over on this game is 50 and a half. Now this doesn't necessarily mean anything. Doesn't mean we're going to win or lose. But I just thought for fun of it, while we were talking, the over on the game is 50 and a half. So Easier. for a shootout, that kind of sounds kind of low. And I'm going to say, so the last three times the Eagles have played the Vikings again years ago now, but the last three times we played them in those three games, they averaged. 49 points per game. So I think this is uh, this is showing how close we are to each other still, even with the time that's passed. Yeah, no question. I mean, and you mentioned last score was 38-20. That's 58, so obviously that brought it up a little bit. Um, 
in that sense. But you, you know they're looking at that. They see the average is 49 points. That's, that's part where they get the stuff from. So, but no, again, yeah. So if you're asking me, yes, I'm taking the over on that 50. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but I just, you know, maybe a little bit. Um, what about, I guess, so we, we've, we've seen the games here. Actually, let me get a live score update. Uh, they look fine. They're still in the game, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't see the Bengals beating Dallas. So if, if Dallas well, wins this they game. Cut, they, they cut it to eight and got the ball back already, so. They did. They did. Um, if Dallas wins this game, though, that'll put them 1-1. One That'll put us one and zero, uh, and the Giants currently two and zero, and Washington one and one. Do you think the Giants have the ground to stand on to be the victor in the NFC East? I would be shocked, but I'll tell you what: last week's win was very. Er, I mean, well, if you're a Giants fan, was a very very encouraging win. I think everybody was shocked they beat Tennessee. Um, nobody saw that coming, especially at Tennessee. Um, so, I, was, I mean, the Giants' defense was what's been phenomenal for them. They held Tennessee to 20. They held the uh, Panthers to 16 today. So that that's what the Giants are going to live by if they actually want to win this division. But do I think they can hold on and last throughout 17 weeks? I do not, personally. And I guess the next thing, again, I, I – Watching, looking at this game currently going on, how do you feel about Dallas and Washington? The, the again, Dallas's defense, just like the Giants, has has been the most surprising part. That's definitely got to be a little bit of a scare. I'm not too worried about the Cowboys' offense without Dak. Obviously, if he comes back, that can be different. But listen, the Cowboys are banged up like it's Week 15. Like it's unbelievable. They're missing two of their three receivers. They're now missing Dak, obviously. They're missing two guys in their secondary. So the Cowboys are banged up. So the fact that they're, well, I don't know. I was going to say a pretty good team in Cincinnati, but they they lose this, they're going to be 0-2, so who knows what they'll be this year. But, That's um, what I – I didn't think Dallas looked good going into this year, and especially, like, once Dak got banged up. Not not saying I've wished anyone injury, uh, but, uh, you know, you see Dak's out for six weeks, and I'm like, oh, they're going to lose against the Super Bowl contenders and whoever else they're playing. Like, that, that just – I, I got to give credit where credit's due, and I do think their defense looks really good today right now, and it's literally the reason they're in this game. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think that's what's going to keep Cowboys alive. Washington, we'll find out next week, not to jump ahead a week, but we go down there to Washington. Obviously, the former Eagles down there, Carson Wentz. They'll obviously be motivated. The Eagles will be motivated. So that's going to be a fun, that'll probably, that'll probably be a fun physical game out there uh, in Washington. But I don't know. Washington barely beat Jacksonville. They lose today to Detroit, a team we obviously beat. I'm not too worried about Washington overall. Yeah, but I mean, you see Jacksonville, uh, who did they beat? Their offense, their offense looked better than I thought they would do. The, uh, sorry, the Anders? No, yeah. They yeah. had two two receivers that I wasn't. I mean, they, one of them's a rookie, and he's playing out of his mind right now. Um, but I think we could take advantage of that defense. I don't, and I don't think they'll be able to score with us. But anyway, um, no, I did see that Jacksonville won today. Uh, they looked very impressive against the Colts. Good for Doug Peterson, man. That was his first win, right? Yeah, because Commanders yeah. beat him last week, and yeah, he beat the former Eagle coach too. Yeah. Um. 
I don't. Okay, I I will be asked that my, my little my little quick hitters are gonna last us a little longer. I don't really know what else to say. Um, other than I'm cautiously optimistic. I I think I am leaning more towards the loss tomorrow, unfortunately. But I I do think there's hope. I think there is definitely a a good possibility. I I think I think this game being home is huge for us. I think we thrive on the people of Philadelphia, and that's obvious enough to anyone who knows the Eagles at all and having this game be home I mean that's the favorite that's why we're the favorite it, it puts everything on like Sirianni Hertz Brown Smith Sanders all these guys want that home opening win and the Vikings are a tough team to beat right now but uh I I think I think this is the best chance you have I just hate that it's on national television I really do. It's, that's I think that's what scares me. Why is that? Well, because the national media never likes Philadelphia because everything's always against Philadelphia. If it was anywhere remotely close to December, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, is anywhere remotely close to December, we'd be talking about Santa Santa snowballs already. Like, like I, I hate national media Philadelphia Eagles games because it's just. All the bullshit that you're tired of hearing about. And when you put that up against a, a team that's good, a semi-rival because of the Super Bowl 52 NFC Championship, like stuff like that really, I, I just don't like those thoughts impacting the team, those vibes, those feelings, whatever we say. I'm a big vibes guy, dude. I'm a big vibes guy. And I think the best thing in our favor is being home, but... I hate the national media part of it. That's bad vibes for our team. I, I see what you're saying, but well, it's it's the classic. No one likes us, and we don't care. But exactly. but are we at the point where this team doesn't care? I mean, this isn't the same team as the Super Bowl. Do they care? Yes, absolutely. AJ exactly. Browns. No, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think. I don't know. I, I'm excited for tomorrow night. I think it's going to say a lot about the team. I think it's important too not to overreact. Obviously, if we lo- if we lose a close game, you're losing to a good team. I think we got to remember that as well. Um, I agree. I agree. I think that's your job next week to keep me in check if we lose and it's a good game. Now, on the counterpoint, if we lose like forty-four to three, we'd be we'd be whooping ass all over the place. <laughs> um. Yeah. It would. It would, it would, uh, yeah. It's good. Tomorrow's gonna say a lot um, overall, and I think you'll get a good read on many different things. I think you'll get a read on where the team actually stands. I think you're gonna get a read on your your question from earlier in the show: how worried should we be about Jonathan Gannon? I think it'll say a lot about him. I think uh, Nick Sirianni is gonna say a lot about it as well, and then a lot of the newcomers as well. So I think I think tomorrow's gonna be a really good read. Um, for a week two game and get you ready for the other other games too. I think another. I I don't think we talked about this last week. Maybe we did. I don't know. Um, I think another thing big for this week is time management, right? Like if it's going to be a shootout, if we are just assuming the Eagles can run through the run down the field scoring again and again, I think a big thing on Sirianni is is time management in the sense that okay control the ball as much as possible. And I know this is a layman's thing and it sounds lame kind of coming out like, Oh, the way to score, the way to win is to score. Like, but, but seriously speaking, 
if if this game is going to be as close as possible, I think Seriani. I, I think this is a chess match of a game, like honest to God, and he needs to seriously outsmart the other team. No, without question. And you're going against the first year head coach, and that's where Sirianni was uh, last last year. So hopefully that gives him a leg up on that in terms of your point about the chess match. So um, no, I, I think in all areas. I mean, I think the Eagles overall have a little bit of an edge in a lot of different spots. Um, but I think it's going to be a battle. Though. It's going to be back and forth. That's I mean, that's for sure. And to your point about the chess match again. We were in this spot last year. I think that's got to be the biggest difference this year is winning these big games that you weren't able to last year because of being outcoached a little bit. So this is where Sirianni should and needs to have that one leg up. Well, I I, uh, I don't really have anything else to add. Unless you do it, bud, and we want to go over anything else, I'd say let's move on to our scores. Yeah, I'd say the last key spot here, because of that Vikings defense that I think needs to be mentioned, and, I mean, he's given us no reason to worry in the past. I don't know what the, the Philly weather looks like tomorrow night, but I think Jake Elliott and the whole special teams unit has to come up big as well. Because I think you are going to get shut down a little bit there in the Vikings territory and maybe miss some red zone opportunities, and it's going to come down to uh, some extra field goals uh, becoming big, big spots and taking advantage of the um, uh, excuse me, field position. Agreed. I think I think it's well said. Um, all right, going into our scores, I already said it. I'll go first. I think uh, I think the Eagles walk away with a chip on their shoulder after this one. I think we're gonna lose thirty-four to thirty-one. I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a great game. I think smash that over like I will. Uh, but other than that, I think it's gonna be a tough loss on National Monday Night Football. Andrew, your score. Um, again, I'm going against you. Um, I think the Eagles come out firing. I think that you already mentioned the home crowd. This is the home opener. This, I mean, the city's been waiting since that playoff exit last year. The Phillies have been struggling at home. Fans are ready to get back and cheer about something. And what better way to, to welcome welcome home a Vikings team that a rivalry's kind of grown a little bit since that NFC Championship game. Oh, really? Since since Minnesota fans have tried to take over. Um what better way? Jalen Rager coming to town, saying some stuff, so fans are going to be all over him all game. Uh, and you replace him basically with A.J. Brown, so another key spot there, obviously. I think with all that being said, Hurts plays another phenomenal game. A.J. Brown gets his first touchdown with the Eagles, and the Eagles win 34-30. There is so close. We're so close. It's just a matter of who wins. I love it. I honestly do. I love it. I think we're both on the same page, and I think it. I think this really could be Almost a last-second game. I'd love a good overtime. I hate it on it Monday be. night, but I'd love a good overtime game if it came to that. Um, I oh, don't say don't say overtime. We, we don't we don't need a tie at midnight. That's true. That's true. But uh, no, I love to hear this though because to me it says we're both thinking the same things. I think I'm just being a little more nervous, which changes my score up a little bit whereas you are more optimistic which is where your score is at but we're both sitting at right around the same scores so i love this i love this this might this might be my favorite scores uh we've ever predicted for our, for our, both of us um yeah, I, i'd be shocked if it's a blood either which way i agree i agree i don't think that's possible i really don't i i mean knock on wood you know cross your fingers you know say your prayers all that stuff but uh i don't well, I think, think it's possible, possible either way game either but 
That's that's true. We did that was a blowout in our favor. Um, God, I really want. I I've, I don't think I've said it on the podcast before. My favorite Eagles fan, like I've ever seen on on media, like social media, is the guy who the the Vikings fan is like complaining to him, and he's just saying "Go Birds." Do you know that one? Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Go Birds! I love that guy. Absolute favorite Eagles fan I've ever seen on social media. That's what I want to see tomorrow from the city of Philadelphia. Wish I could be there. Yeah. Please prove me wrong. Get the win. I would love it so much. Um, Andrew, I guess before we go, you kind of mentioned it. I was going to bring it up. Uh, let's let's real quick talk uh, Phillies. Just a little little snip, a little snip of the Phils. Uh, currently second place wild card spot, but tied with third place. Uh, and how many games do we got left now, bud? Okay, quite a few. Quite a few. We still got a lot. I'm not going to try and count this. We got two um, against Toronto. We got three against Houston. That's five. We got four against Atlanta. That's nine and four against the Nationals. So we got about 13 left. But we are on a four-game losing streak, five and five in the last ten. I, I mean, you said it. The Phillies are... It's rough. It's rough right now. Are, are we nervous? I am not nervous yet. Um, it's okay. It's all right. I, 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 I'm trusting your gut with this one right now. I, I We have been riding this wild card spot, and the fact that we're in second makes me feel better. Now we're tied for third, I guess, or tied for second. I, I don't know. We're tie, tied for second, but we have the tiebreakers. So. Right. So, but like... The fact that it's that close for the wild card spot both makes me feel better and nervous. Like I think I'm feel better more than I am nervous about the Phillies right now. It's close though. Yeah, we have a lot of home games left. That's going to help. I think you take advantage at home. Um, but no, it, it's going to be a, a dog fight down the stretch. Um, like you mentioned, this team just can't get healthy. Every time I get one guy back, you lose one or two guys. Um, like yeah, Harper back, and you lose Castellanos and Hoskins for a little while. Um, so no, it, it's it's going to be a grind, but I, I'm not I'm not panicked moving it. Um, we uh, we we, I I guess I I guess that's really it. That's all I got. Um, and if there's nothing else you got to add on the fills, then I I think that that's where we're going to cut it. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, fans can show up a lot more down the stretch here. Is it getting uh, a little thinned out, huh? It has been a little thinned out. It's it's a frustrating time. I mean, we're we're kicking into. I think that's the tough part too. Is like, I think we've all been so excited about the Eagles. We've all been watching the Phillies, but now it's Eagles season, and and I do think it's important we still show up our pride and support for the Phillies because hey, if we're getting our first our first playoff appearance in over a decade, like we got to support that. That's got to be shown up, Philly. No, without question, I think part of it too is. Now you got school back in session, so those midweek games are, are tough to go down. I mean, all summer, obviously, it's been, you know, you have the off day, the next year you're not going to school and everything. So I think you've kind of lost some of the school attendance now. And not only that, you got people back at colleges that aren't in state. So I think it's been a whole mix of things. But yeah, down the stretch, we definitely got to get down there. Two big game, two big series this week. We won't, uh, let, me, let me double check this, but I don't believe we will see each other. Uh, Andrew and I, before the Brave series begins, correct? Andrew, how do you think they do when they come back to the Braves after we have just been swept as of today? I think we come back and split that 2 2. Okay. I think that's a fair, I think that's okay. That's all right. Like where we are, a split is fine. That's good. 
We we got six games this week. I think you split three three. Okay. So what you're saying is we're going to lose one to the Jays. Yeah, I think you win one, lose one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Which against right, good teams is what you have to do. I mean, obviously yeah. you don't you can't get swept like we did this weekend, but you go out and play five hundred ball against those those tough teams. The rest of your, your games this year should be pretty on the easier side in terms of records. So I I concur. I think I think it sounds good. I, I agree. I'm just let's uh let's bring it home, boys. I think that's what it comes down to. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Philly Sports Now. You can find us on Twitter at Philly underscore Sports Now. That's at Philly underscore S-P-R-T-S now. That's Sports Without the O. Uh, and, yeah, let us know what you think of the game. Everyone, make sure you're rooting for them, both the Eagles and the Phils. Uh, and and let's just let's, – let's bring it home. Let's tie it up with the Giants for the, for the division. How about that? How about we say that? Let's do it. Go Birds. Do it. All right, everyone. You have a great week. Let's say it. Go Birds. Go, Anthony!